Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here, and I love seeing exactly where you're tuning in from. It always blows me away, uh, the reach of the show and you know the audience members from all around the world, from Sweden, from Japan, from the UK, from uh, just just far-fetched places that I never thought uh, I would be touching. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in from wherever you are. Um, Here in America, this is Thanksgiving week, uh, you might already know. Um, And so it's a big foodie week, and that's why I thought this episode would be perfect to release. I'm speaking with Chef to the Stars, Ryan Rondino, and we're talking about his journey, uh, what it took to rise up through the ranks. He's worked in some of the most prestigious kitchens in the world. Um, and then he transferred that to becoming a personal chef to the stars, stars like Will Smith, Common, Ben Affleck, P. Diddy, and many more. And in this episode, I'm asking Chef Ryan about the kind of mentality that it took to get to that level. Did he know that it was going to be that much work? Um, how did he manage that? How did he navigate that? And so he's sharing that inspiration, that motivation with all of us because it's so transferable into our own lives. I always love speaking with high achievers because I always leave the conversation feeling that much more motivated, that much more driven. It's like, okay, they did it. I can do it too. I can I can handle the storm, you know, of the day because, you know, there's other people out there doing it. Um, and I feel like if you're tuning into the show, you're one of those people as well. We also discuss what advice he has for anyone looking to expand their family's palate and bring in more flavor to home cooking. And it might already be too late for Thanksgiving dinner. I think that's a pretty traditional one, but there's other ways you can bring it in and how, how important that is for your kids. Because as Ryan says, you know, if you're not modeling curiosity and and bravery when it comes to flavors you know what makes you think your kids are ever going to do that either so this is a really fun conversation that I think you're going to enjoy it'll inspire you to get into the kitchen to have some fun and above all to um, to persevere when uh, when times get tough so enjoy the episode with chef Ryan Rondino This episode is brought to you by Public Goods. Public Goods is a one-stop shop for everything you would need for beauty, for your home, for your life. And I have so enjoyed working with this company this past year, really gotten to know their products, what they offer, and I'm still amazed at the price that you get from their website. Um, And everything that you order comes in one clean aesthetic, which I think is brilliant. And everything that they source is sustainable, ethically done, and everything is of the highest quality. And they are giving you, the Motherhood Unstressed podcast listener, a special deal. If you go to publicgoods.com forward slash unstressed, they'll automatically give you $15 to use towards anything that you'd like to purchase. 
This is exclusive just for the Motherhood Unstressed podcast listeners, so be sure to go to publicgoods.com forward slash unstressed or just put unstressed in at checkout to receive your $15 off your first or next order. Well, hello, Ryan. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. I love talking about food with people who are experts in this field because I am not at all. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'm very curious, how how did you get on this journey towards food, towards being a chef? How did you get the title Chef to the Stars? Uh, I mean, it all started a uh, long, long, long time ago. Um, you know, my, my family is always in the food, in the cooking. You know, I grew up in New Orleans, so I have that, that, back, that New Orleans Cajun Creole background, you know, which is still with me today. We'll never leave. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere. Um, so, you know, my brother part of cook. So you kind of just watch him here and there or just watch during the holidays or, or just taste things that your family members prepared. It kind of makes you inquisitive, you know, how, how things were prepared, how things were flavored, how bu- flavors were built. So it was always inquisitive to where, uh, you know, you mess around at home because, you know, you was always hungry, you know, grew up with brothers, always hungry, parents. Always hungry. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we had to eat. And so that's why I went to the uh, Chef John Post Culinary, Culinary Institute, which is in Thibodeau, Louisiana, about an hour outside of New Orleans. So that's where uh, professionally the initial start uh, came before, you know, I really started working in restaurants, uh, Commander's Palace in New Orleans, Emeralds, Peristyle, Gautreaux's, uh, Lapati Grocery. I, I actually worked at um, Grocery was up until Hurricane Katrina. Oh, wow. And that's where I moved to Atlanta. And I was oh, moved, okay. And I worked at Emeralds in Atlanta. So, um, so you kind of worked your way up. When you were in school, like first day of class, did you know like, okay, I made the right decision. I'm, I am supposed to be here. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I felt real comfortable with it. Um, felt real comfortable with it. But I think... Um, my, my my first day in a like a, a real 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 club in that kitchen. It, it was a culture shock, you know. Everything was fast paced. Everything was like, you know, did I, you know, you, you begin question yourself, did I make the right decision? But mm-hmm. you know, this this is what um this is what I wanted to do because I was I was so passionate about it. So you know, persevered and you know hung, hung in there. And this is where I, I began to learn from. Not only the chefs, sous chefs, but different line cooks are all around me because you have to think about a lot of restaurants I worked in. I was always the youngest person in there, so you're able to soak up all that knowledge from a lot of people like years and years beyond me. So it, that that helped, um, you know, grow and gain and gain more experience as the time went on. Were people pretty giving with the knowledge, with the information, like these top chefs? Was was there a lot of ego in the kitchen? Uh, I mean, of course, it's a little bit of both. You know, you, you have you have a lot, you know, that want to see you, um, want to see you grow. And of course, you know, you, you're going to have the egos that you deal with. So you kind of, just, you know, just kind of surpass that. And, you know, don't take it personal because it is the kitchen. They want to see how, how tough you are. Can you withstand the intensity of working in a restaurant, especially a high-level restaurant. 
What's the, what's the scariest thing, I guess, the most intense thing about working in a restaurant? Is it the speed or is it like the level of perfection that you have to bring each and every day? Uh, I, I, I would say it's the level of perfection, you know, because it's, um, I mean, the speeds are, speeds go, will always be there. You know, the intensity will always be there, but the level of perfection, each cut, each, the cooking technique has to be perfect because you have to look at, okay, the kitchen is a part of it, you know, because you gain the dining room, the front of the house is a part of it. So there's so many moving parts that really make up the restaurant. So many moving parts that get you uh, maybe a four or five star or even a Michelin one or two or three star that help really gain accolades um, to, to that restaurant. So perfection is, is a lot of pressure. Yeah. What do you think was about you, you know, that helped you not only survive working in all of these amazing kitchens, but then to kind of surpass that level and start working, you know, for celebrities and and getting out there and getting your name out there and and people being more receptive to having you do more and more work. What do you think was it? What was that spark about you? Uh, Perseverance, consistency and perseverance, you know, is, I mean, those are the two traits that, um, that, that you taught that, you know, that will help you survive in, in the culinary world. You know, consistency is, is top priority, you know, per- perseverance also because you're going to, you know, you're going to have those bad days, you know, to where you have to really push through. Don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about the next dish. Just keep, keep moving forward. And, you know, things will pan out itself to where now that you cook for, events, dinner parties, celebrities, now that um, it's, it's the same it's the same manner, you know. Everything's detail-oriented, consistency, perfection. I think it's more under a, I, I guess you could say microscope because you're, you're in a home, you know. It, right. It, they can come to the kitchen, watch you. Oh, and my God. You bring it to that the level that, that they want. So who is the first... I don't know, quote unquote, famous person that, that asked you to come cook for them? Um, the first, well, I think the first, well, the first famous, famous person was uh, Will Smith. Wow. But the first, um, the first athlete was uh, Rodney Harrison for the uh, New England Patriots when I was in Atlanta. Oh, how did that happen? Uh, I mean, it just happened through an, um, through another chef, you know, we, yeah. we collaborated on the um, collaborated on a dinner party, and that's where we um, we, we cooked for uh, Riley Harrison. So, did you, you know, ever imagine that that's where you would be cooking, or like that's the the type of people that you would be interacting with, you know, when you were just getting started in the business? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I think the um, what Smith job was it? It, it wasn't something I thought about. It was something that, because it, it was during the time of the, the recession in 2008. Mm. You know, in, in my mind, I'm looking for a job. I just want to work. That's it. Nothing else. Right. Um, you know, this this opportunity came up to where, you know, you can't can't pass it up. So why, why not go after it? You know, so, and you ever cook him, you know, you ever show him that, that, southern, that southern style, to where you know uh, it's, it's totally different from California cuisine, to to the point where you're able to mesh it with California cuisine and give them something totally different. Wow! So from that first time, you know, you know, you did the dinner or the event. Was it like 
an onslaught of more of more offers coming in now that you had proven that you could do it, you could handle it and do it well? I mean, I, after I left um, um, Will Smith, you know, I, I moved on a few nights for a while. Then I, I worked for someone else. Then I, then Aston, I really stepped out on my own. So now I'm able to really show Los Angeles, you know, my style of cooking. So sometimes it's it's full on Cajun Creole, but sometimes there's hints of of it with different cuisines, with the French, with the Italian, with the Spanish even with the Asian and Mexican. So the, you, you're showing different flares of creativity to, uh, to LA to where it really separates you apart from other chefs. Yeah. And I would think too, like LA is a culinary destination. Like they should be just tremendous at this kind of cuisine, but it takes, I think someone who actually grew up in the South, you know, tasting this as a little boy, like you have this instinct about food that does make you so incredibly rare. Uh, I, I would think so. You know, I would think, um, because you're able to uh, tell a story, you know, to tell about your background, and, and when when you present your food, you're you're building flavors, you're 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 adding layers and layers of flavors that's really taking your your dish to the next level, to where it, it speaks for itself, and you know, and that's why you know when I when I do do parties, do events. You know, I want the food to really stand out on its own, speak for itself, and really showcase where I'm from and my, my journey throughout my culinary career. I heard something, too. Like, when you cook, you really are sharing, you know, your love, you're sharing your energy, you're sharing your spirit. I mean, when you're cooking something, do you feel like it pouring out of you, or are you just focused on, get this on this plate, do this, do that? Oh, no, it it, it pours out. It, it definitely pours out, because I've, I've, had, I've had people... From, from years back, they've they've still remembered wow. dishes that I've I've created, and, you know, and that's that's the unique part about it. I try not to give them the same thing, you know, always because it's you're giving them not not just a dinner, you're giving them giving them experience. That's what they're paying for an experience. So that's that's what you want to bring, you know, you want to want to bring a restaurant to the home and really, you know, take them to another place. Yeah. Oh, I got chills when you were saying that because that's so true. And it's something that I miss so much now that we've all kind of been in quarantine and restaurants are, I mean, obviously everything is so different now. Like you miss that experience of going to a beautiful restaurant, of sitting down, of talking, of getting your courses and all of that. Like it is, it's almost, it's like a dream world that you walk into and, and the cuisine is all part of that. Exactly. Exactly. You, you're able to, um, Bring it to bring it to the home front. This episode is brought to you by Faherty. Faherty is a clothing line fueled by purpose and optimism. For them, life and work are both family affairs. The company was actually started by two brothers, twins to be exact, and they melded their love of fashion and business acumen into a brand that was not only beautiful and well done, offering you clothing that's going to last a lifetime, but also that's doing it in the right way for the client for the planet, for everyone involved. And I think, you know, now we know how destructive the fashion industry can be for the planet. And Faherty is taking such a progressive stance for fashion, um, for doing things the right way. And so, so I'm so honored to work with them and to share their clothes with you. And of course, if you're listening to this, you know I'm going to get you a good deal. Uh, with the code Motherhood Unstress, that will save you 25% off everything on the site. If you click the link in the show notes, that'll automatically apply the 25% off on your order 
Or if you're doing this later, just add motherhood unstressed at checkout. Well, which is huge right now. Your business must be booming just because people aren't going to restaurants. Yeah, it's it's nonstop. You know, with you know, with the restaurants the way they are, you know, there's so much um uncertainty of some struggling to stay open, some some closing. So personal chefs have an opportunity to really take their business to, to the next level. Oh, absolutely. So was it hard to transfer? Was it pretty seamless to go from a chef to then a CEO? You have a you have books, you have a line of products. Talk to us about that and that transition. Uh, that transition, well, I mean, it was something I always, always wanted to do. It was something that, um, you know, you, you, you want to put your stamp on, you stamp on the place you're in, you know, you know, show, so this, this particular city of you know what your cuisine is all about to the point where okay we can now develop products you can now develop you know a spice line to where you know people can cook this way in in their own home you know to matter no matter where they are you know through, through other states they can order it and uh attain the nola creole rub down my auntie chili barbecue my citrus herb my smoked coffee, my uh, Caribbean jerk, or even my uh, Louisiana gumbo. So these are different flavors and tastes that people can cook with to really enhance in their kitchen and take their, their food to another level. And what's the name of your product line for the listener? Um, the name of my product line is the Rondino Spice Collection. You know, so uh, within that, I have an uh, eco-book, uh, Spice That Rub It Down. So it, it talks about uh, dishes. I love that title. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's um, it, it's dishes that's created around around the rubs to where okay, maybe say you, you're you're a beginner cook and you don't know what to do with this product. So these are some simple dishes that can really help make you feel comfortable with using the product. Yeah, and I think that like. For me, for most busy moms out there listening to this right now, like that's our issue. You know, we want to have this amazing food. We want to bring in these different flavors and spices and get rid of like the standard dinners that we're used to having. But there's this fear, this hesitation, you know, I'm going to ruin it. I don't know what I'm doing. So what is, what is an easy way that we can kind of branch out and start bringing this in? Because I think the kids especially like need this, this exposure to these other flavors at a young age. Uh, they do. I mean, I, I think I think you see more and more of it. More, more and more kids trying different things at a younger age, so they're getting their palates becoming trained to really try different ingredients around the world. Um, just, just try. I mean, I think you you can't be afraid to fail, you know, because uh, one, as a mother, what lesson are you giving your kids? If you're afraid to try, you know, how can you expect that from them? You know. Um, Two, you know, you, you're going to, when it comes to cooking, you, you're going to mess up things. And that's just, <laughs> that's, that's just a part of it. It's, it's just trial and error, a lot of trial and error. And uh, three, um, probably within the next month, um, we'll be coming out with a, um, a cooking app. So Fun. different recipes around the world um, that you can do at home. Um Tourists, there's stuff around around the spices. There's stuff. There's there'll be some New Orleans dishes, uh, French, Italian, and it'll thirty minute meals or less. So it'll it'll just build build on its own. Eat, and there'll be recipes added each month to where as the season changes. 
I in that, that frozen to fall as frozen to holidays, you would always have something to really uh, cook at home and, and for it to be different, you know. So, and that's what that's what you want to look for because even during the um, pandemic, you saw more and more people cooking. Oh yeah. At the same time, you saw them cooking the same stuff. So there was there was a lack of creativity. So that's that's the other future I want to give people in their home, give help them become more creative in their own kitchen. I love that. And it is such a confidence builder. Like when you set out to do a dish, you have no idea what you're doing and it actually tastes good. It's like, you know, this is amazing. I just had so much fun doing that. And it is like, it's a creative process. It's so cool. So you're creating apps. You've got spice line out. You've got cookbooks out. You're very, very busy. Um, Talk to us a little bit about your routine. What helps you stay grounded? What helps you stay motivated and on track? Um, I, I think um, my routine is, um, I, you know, we do meal delivery in the morning. I, plan a, I do meal delivery for, then I'll go to another client the afternoon. So um, the motivation to really give them the best cuisine, the motivation to make the the next bit, next dish, the better dish, and so forth and so forth. So you always, you always in competition with yourself to really push forward and, you know, give people the best, the best quality of what you would give yourself. You, you live with a, a level of unsatisfaction to really push yourself every day and really um, teach yourself at, at the same time because, at, you know. People are, you know, tasting your food, tasting the quality of your cuisine, and but at the same time, you have to grow within yourself as well. So it's always, it was always a level of perseverance, always level of motivation that I, I try to instill within myself. Did that come from your parents or grandparents, or where, where did that come from? Uh, I came from my parents. I came from my parents. I, I came from parents within school. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like. I think, you know, you, you got grades, you brought grades home. You, you got an A. Um, no, no, you got a B. Why you have an A? <laughs> Why you have an A plus? You know, so it's, it's always that extra reach that helps you get to the next level. So it, it helps build your work ethic to where, you know, as, as an adult, it, it becomes routine. Your work ethic is it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it you're building a brand, you're pushing yourself to the next level. So it's, you're always going to have levels as an entrepreneur that you have to reach, you know, get to the next, the next level because you can, you can kind of feel things pushing you forward. Okay. It's time to go to the next level, you know? So that's where, that's where the, these teachings always help. Yeah. And like mixing it up with people like Will Smith. I mean, he's so high vibrational. Did he ever share anything or say anything that you kind of picked up in conversation that you internalized? Like, wow, he's absolutely right on that. I'm going to remember that. Um, I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, all, all the memes you guys, see, <laughs> <laughs> all, all those videos you guys see, um, I, I've heard, firsthand I've heard you know throughout just real-time conversation and you know you, you grasp that you grasp because you, you even grasp their work ethic you know what, you know what, what helps them get how they get to that level you know you kind of you can just sit back and watch and um and become motivated in that aspect 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like it's like Olympic athlete level. And then I look at what you're doing and it's like right there too. And it's like, wow. I mean, right. do, do you ever get just tired of it all? Do you ever just want to like escape and take a break? I mean, yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I mean, I, I know, I, I know when it's time to, you know, take, take a step back, you know, walk away from it for a second and kind of just re remotivate myself, you know, uh, because Sometimes, you know, in, in different moments, you don't, you don't feel the same as you once felt. So you really have to take a step back and re-energize yourself, reevaluate yourself always and, you know, see what the task at hand is. Yeah. I think that's so incredible. Like you have all of these like solid life lessons. I feel like you should write a book just on like <laughs> perseverance and motivation. That's a thought, you know, that's always a thought. You know, because it's um, it's reaching. You know, because I, I still I, I still feel like I'm just starting, even though I, I've been doing it for 20 years. You know, that that's, that's my mindset. You know, that helps me push forward. Okay, like what's next? What's next? What's next? And it, it helps you get to the places and achieve the goals that you need to achieve. Do you feel like gratitude when you do achieve a goal? Like when you created your spice line, did you like give yourself some love? Like, okay, I did this. Like, do you sell, do you celebrate the the wins? Oh, of course. You know, you, you gotta, you have to celebrate the journey. You know, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't just look at uh, the end goal, you know, uh, celebrate, you know, those, those baby steps, you know, I've, I've did this, I, we did the uh, ebook. Okay. So next is the real cookbook. He did the uh, six spices, so let, let's let's push out three more, three three more. Then let's let's move to maybe sauces or things like that. Um, now, yeah, the app app apps coming, so now you, you can reach so many people across the world, you know, through through your your cooking. So you're, of course, you, you celebrate these all these baby steps that really help push you forward. And I think too, going the tech route was such a genius move because that's where society culture is and will continue to be. I think that was genius. Did that happen? Like, did you just, were you meditating one day and had a download or how did you have that idea? No, it was, it was, it was a conversation. It was a conversation about it. Um, about, about putting the app out, you know, it's like, it's something, you know, I, I guess, you know, things were so, so busy at that time. You, it never really, you never really thought about it at that time, but now it's, it, it, it comes into fruition to where you're, you're, you're able to, you know, show them the things that they see, that they see online, that they see on Facebook, Instagram, all these, all these food pictures to where, um, like even during, um, when lockdown first happened, you know, you, you'll post up, people ask for recipes, recipes, mm -hmm. here, and you know, you, you, you tell them, you know, soon, 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 you know, you, you'll be able to see these things. Yeah. So it, it, it's a testament to uh, the passion and perseverance. Yeah. And it's, I think too, it's a really savvy business move. Like you're always scaling what you're doing. I think so many people have great ideas. They've got great businesses, but they don't take it to that next level because they don't put in the processes that you are doing right now. So do you have any words of advice for any, you know, mom, especially a lot of moms want to start their own businesses so they can spend more time with their kids. And a lot of kids are out of school. So they really have to think about these things. What yeah. advice would you get? Find, find something that you're passionate about, you know, find something that, you know, you can, it, it's not work. 
it's, it's, it's what you love to do every day. You know, you wake up happy every day doing what you love to do. And you can make money from it. You know, um, you know, don't don't give up. You know, if, if things get tough, don't give up. It's entrepreneurship. Things will get tough. That's just part of, part of the game, you know. So you have to really push yourself forward and uh, press on and achieve your goals. And I did just have a thought. What is Will Smith's favorite dish that you made, if you remember? I've made... Uh, I, I've made a lot for you. I, I, would, <laughs> I would have to say crab cakes. I have to say crab cakes was the favorite, yeah. All right. Lovely. He loves um, food. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he's a world traveler, so you got to <laughs> love food. Um, so I do have some rapid fire questions to round out the interview, if you're ready. Yes. Okay. Cooking is? Inspirational. I'm grateful for? My life. Hmm. And last one, what is something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Um, I, I think, um, the, the work involved, the work involved, the, I think, you know, cooking, they never really talked about culinary arts and never talked about the levels of, of work it takes to really achieve this, uh, success in this field. You know, I think everybody just say, you know, go out and be the, be the best chef you can be, but they never talk about what comes along with it, you know? So, but now you, you learn on hand, you learn hands-on that, you know, you have to have what it takes to really get to the next level. And I would think, too, like just the physical strength to be on your feet, you know, lifting stuff, chopping stuff for hours and hours and hours. Like, how did you survive that, you know? I guess you were young, 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 like in your 20s, but still. I was young in in good shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. And look at you now. I mean, it's just... Oh, it's so cool. I love your story. Um, so for the listener, where can they find out more about you, find your products, find you online? Tell us all the things. Uh, yeah, they, they can find me at my website, uh, RandinoCulinaryDesigns.com. Um, they can find me on Facebook at Rondino Spice Collection and Rondino Culinary Designs, uh, Instagram at NolaChef212 and at Rondino Culinary. Um, they can find me on LinkedIn at Ryan Rondino, Twitter at Chef Ryan Rondino, and my YouTube channel, Chef Ryan Rondino. Lovely. Thank you so much, Chef. This was such uh, inspirational, really. Like, I didn't think we were going to go the entrepreneur route, but I'm so glad <laughs> that we did because, I mean, how could you not, you know, because that's exactly what you are. Exactly. You know, um, more and more entrepreneurs are created each day. So um, why not? Absolutely. Right on. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. You've been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that we got this time together today. And if you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share it out on your social media. Make sure to tag us at Motherhood Unstressed. Connect with us at Motherhood Unstressed. I'd love to connect with you uh, and see where the work has gone in the world. And make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss out on an amazing interview with an incredible guest or our weekly guided meditations every Wednesday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.